0: Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore podcast. My name is Jeff and as always I'm gathered around
1: the hearth with uh, my good friends Richard and Michael. Uh, Howdy, insert jingle bells noise here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a, that's a for our editing staff, we do don't that We don't yeah. know. We used to. <laughs>
0: so, uh, so, you know, celebrating the beginning of the Yuletide Tide season and the holiday season. Yeah, the,
1: the Yule isn't a yeah, it's Yule given. The Yule log isn't hot yet. Nope,
2: but it's still we're just
1: lighting it. we, are, I got, we are, Everyone should be excited now about Christmas. Yes, and the holiday season. Charlie
2: Brown special hasn't aired yet. Nope, but it's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh the Black Friday wars have concluded, have subsided, the the
1: cinders. The dead, the it, dead and have been <laughs> yeah, buried.
2: Taken out of aisle twelve at Walmart. Yeah.
1: You've only heard Mariah Carey's uh, All They Want yeah. for Christmas ninety-two times so far. That's so it. you're right on the edge yeah. of hearing it another three hundred and twelve before yeah. that fat man comes down the chimney. And <laughs> we
2: promise we will not break your whamageddon by playing last Christmas no. anywhere in this anywhere on this podcast. We can't afford
0: it. We exactly. can't afford it. <laughs> We want to get real with you about the holiday season in this episode and talk about holiday disappointments. Those are the things, well, who knows what those things are going to be, but uh, I chose it and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one uh, thing that I have grown that started off as a disappointment around the holidays that as an an adult, I have learned to embrace and to completely enjoy. And Michael, you may understand this. As being an around
1: thanksgiving sometimes, baby, not really close enough, close enough, but I am around <laughs> you should, i don't it's not it's not like there's a plethora of thanksgiving cards, yeah uh, that interrupt my birthday, <laughs> or that all the attention is drawn away because the, the <laughs> all big, get when thanks- that big fat turkey comes down <laughs> the chimney or whatever happens
2: all get are Thanksgiving gifts Everyone buckle buckle
0: shoes again, Mr
1: Christmas Eve, baby, yeah.
0: So Christmas Eve was
1: always a, oh, well,
0: uh, Christmas Eve uh, was very frequently overshadowed by Christmas. My birthday is Christmas Eve. And uh, as an adult, birthdays don't even really exist anymore. <laughs> but uh, I, I am so glad as an aging gentleman to not have to even deal with people celebrating my birthday or so or noticing it. So uh, this holiday disappointment, uh, it was a holiday disappointment as a kid, but now it's a uh, Something I kind of enjoy. But that's not what the focus is today. The focus is holiday disappointments. And
2: I want to start with Richard Manfred. All right. So my first choice. I do need to ask here. Are we what are we considering the holidays? Is that after Thanksgiving and moving forward? Could or does be, Thanksgiving yeah. count as part of the holidays?
1: I think you could include it. I think if yeah. um, we're in I think we're in the holiday season. I think once you get past I would almost say you There's could include you could up. almost include like yeah Halloween in there almost yeah I holiday g- I, I think agree. Halloween's on the edge of the holiday season definitely it goes through New Year's
2: mm-hmm. before you've decided to shut uh, it down yeah so I will say my first one mm. is we did a uh, my, my college friends and I we do our friend a friends Thanksgiving which I know a lot of people do yeah kind of the weekend weekend or two before Thanksgiving Ross Rachel yes Joey gets, Joey. Joey gets turkey stuck on his yeah. head. It's yeah. hilarious. And one of, everyone kind of chips in and cooks different stuff. And I usually wind up with the mashed potatoes because that's what you give the eight-year-old who doesn't really <laughs> know how to cook.
0: Yeah. Powdered uh, or even just boiled potatoes. It's, it's, Not too many ways to yeah, cook.
2: Yeah, pretty much you peel and boil the potatoes and then yeah. you mash them. And voila. Yeah. You got mashed potatoes.
0: That's uh, KP duty for a private uh, Manfredi on the... That's (laughs) pretty much. I'm going over a pile over here.
2: Um, But so because of that, I would get increasingly more fancy and adventurous with the potatoes every year. Mm. And one year I decided (laughs) to make... You took the potatoes (laughs) into the bedroom. Yeah. (laughs) Adventurous. (laughs) Adventurous. One year I decided to try Chipotle mashed potatoes. Oh. Um, which recipe looked great? Had really good reviews. A little bit spicy, but not too spicy. Mm. Except Dum Dum over here forgot when he, I got the chilies and the adobo sauce that you get a little can of them. I forgot to take the seeds out of oh. the oh. out of the the chilies. I was just got distracted mm-hmm. doing two or three other things, and was like, "Supposed to you're supposed to take the seeds out because that's where all the heat is." Okay, I did not do that, oh. so I wound up with the flaming hot Cheetos of mashed potatoes, <laughs> and pretty much and pretty much destroyed anyone's ability to enjoy the mashed potatoes oh, unless no. you drowned it in gravy mm-hmm. to try and like put out some of the fire. The yeah. Next, the next year, were you relegated to bringing ice? I was relegated <laughs> to sitting there and looking pretty,
1: basically. It's almost a pro move to. Um, to like To scold everyone To else. screw something up just Because then Because then you're not trusted To do anything And then you yeah. can be just Excused from that Not that that was your intention Right But you know I mean obviously You wanted to contribute But like at some point you, If you're just like
0: You break one dish And you don't have to and Load don't the don't, dishwasher anymore Yeah you're done
2: yeah. So that's why I usually When I get First thing I do When I get to a house Is to start breaking People's dishes Breaking dishes, dishes. <laughs> Just in case
0: Is he Greek? No He just <laughs> <laughs> doesn't <laughs> like doing dishes <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, I think of mashed potatoes as... I, I I enjoy them, but if they weren't on the table at Thanksgiving, I you wouldn't... wouldn't be upset? Yeah, I wouldn't moan and groan, I don't think.
2: Apparently, parsnips are a good al- alternative to mashed potatoes if you're not a mashed potato oh, guy. these are
0: the guys who eat cereal without milk, so I don't even
2: got to... It's oh mashed potato time, Jeff. Do the dance. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm him. doing the dance right here. He's doing. He just it. Can't see. Is it. that that's a mashed potato? I think that is.
0: I thought that's a TikTok thing where you talk about how old you are or whatever.
2: <laughs> I'm not. And the, the monster
0: mash is a version of the mashed potato. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Winfield.
1: Uh, my first choice is one that's starting to really hit home this year. It's happened a couple times in the past, but it's that day before a holiday where you think you're going to just coast into mm. having the easiest work day because everybody's gone or taken yeah. off half the company's traveling or they've already taken off, but you're at work, but you have this expectation expectations like, ah, it's going to be an easy day. It's going to be great. Ah, well, there was, well, I don't have to help anybody. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> and then you have like this awful day of hell and it doesn't happen all the times, but every once in a while, like everybody's tries to cram everything in, before the holiday and uh, when you worked in uh, like a kind of a service, not service, like the service industry. Client, but, like but cl-
2: you have clients that you do
1: work with. Customer, or customer service type stuff or now I'm doing like IT stuff. People need things because they don't need things for tomorrow. They need things for like the next Monday. And it's just like all this preloaded work. And I think that there's this expectation that like, ah, you're getting into like December. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are starting to go on vacation. And then it's just like, Oh no, there's some, like, I can't imagine what it's like to like work retail right now. Yeah. And how off, I mean, you know, obviously the last couple of years have been different, but just the whole, like having an expectation that work's going to be easy for a month Mm -hmm. and then it fucking sucks. And you're just like, God Mm -hmm. damn it. I'm so angry at these people for still doing their job (laughs) and me needing to help them do their job. Yeah. Yeah, that
0: uh, that's a weird feeling. I, I also, in SoCal, I'm from the Midwest. So we, on holidays, you just have cold, you have snow. Um, so even just a regular Southern California aber- holiday seems like an aberration to me. It seems like it's not real, like mm. you're living in Lego land. Mm. And so there in Minnesota, there'd be times when the was just fucking shut down.
1: Because yeah. it right. was too much snow, so that that whole holiday yeah, slowdown felt real. We don't have real. like we've never had like a I've never had like a school day cl- you know closure yeah. when I was a kid for snow or anything like that. Yeah, there was some was not, forced... never too much rain. There was the the, the ninety four earthquake that mm-hmm. knocked everything down for a good two three weeks. That was great. Yeah, except for all the death and the destruction. But you know, not going <laughs> back to school is awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: it doesn't feel real up here to me. So the but those times when. You know, you feel like okay, I got I got, I got a good couple of days here to cruise, and yeah. then just this shitstorm happens. So.
1: It's like, or like, you know, and you, you're like, okay, eh, I can probably eh, day before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. probably get out of here by hmm, noon, one. Yeah. yeah. Wow, well, a lot of stuffs coming in. It's two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Why the hell am I still here? And it's four, and you're just like, God, well, that's
2: mm-hmm. all it's- my
1: expectations about this day have gone mm-hmm. out the window, and I'm just bitter.
2: It's always, and it's always having dealt with this last year, having been my first holiday at a new job. Yeah. It's trying to deal with that, okay, is this the type of place where they say, All right, everybody, it's one o'clock, Good. yeah. Get out of here or is this type of place where you're still expected to work until mm-hmm. five o'clock? Mm-hmm. And there's that sort of like if they if it's like two o'clock and they haven't sent you home yet, you start to get like kind of pissed about it. You <laughs> know it's like they're doing you a favor. There's no ex, There shouldn't yeah. be an expectation. An you, entitlement. Yeah. An entitlement to it. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. Even though you have the expectation of it.
0: I would say I also have worked with those people who say, yep, client work has slowed down. Now the time is when we're going to do all this busy work stuff. Like, oh, no. Yeah.
2: Cleaning out the closet of whatever. <laughs> Man, Freddie. All right. My second choice. Uh, you mentioned the day before Christmas. I will say the day after Christmas. Oh, it's a big letdown or a big kind of it's a massive come down from the high of things of Christmas. I yeah, mm-hmm. think so. OK, I think so. You know, you especially if, when you're a kid. I'm not thinking so much as an adult, because as an adult, it's, you know, you've got you yeah. got time off work. You're fine. You're happy. Yeah. But when you're a kid, you know, Christmas Eve, you're super excited. Santa's going to come. Um, Christmas Day, you get all your presents, spend all day playing with them, go over to your friend's house, see what mm-hmm. kind of cool stuff they got, play with their pre- gifts, you know, kind of just have a toy toy bonanza. Then the next day happens. It's the 26th. And you've already played with all your toys. You've already played all your games. You have kind of started reading all your books, whatever you got. And there's just this element of, <sighs> All right, I guess we're done for the year. <laughs> and it,
0: for me, that starts at hol- as a kid. It was cranked up at Halloween. And then Thanksgiving, you knew there was going to be great food. And right. then Christmas, you knew, for me also, birthday, Christmas. So there's nothing to look forward to anymore.
2: Yeah, I mean, as a kid, New Year's Eve is not something you look forward to.
1: No, it's so when you, some, somehow you're still going to bed almost at the same time.
2: Yeah, when your parents try to pull the, well, it's not, it's midnight in New York, so... <laughs> <laughs> that kind of bullshit. Uh
1: we have a um uh Felix gets uh like highlights for kids, but like the oh, sure. kids, it's like called high five. And uh there was like a suggestion for kids for like the next day to not do New Year's Day. It was like not to do like New Year's Eve, it was to do like New Year's Eve, which is basically have a party the next day, like oh. January first mm-hmm. at noon. Mm-hmm. And I was like yeah, nice try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to the park. Nice. Uh, counting
0: down. You just look like an idiot <laughs> who doesn't know time very with a broken watch. Uh,
1: okay. All right. Um, Winfield. Mm. Okay. My second choice is the complete and total uh, feeling of disappointment that Clark Griswold has at the end of Christmas Vacation when he's been expecting this Christmas bonus from his job <laughs> for the entire movie and planning to put in a pool. And he's just waiting and he doesn't understand why nothing's happening with work and why ha- nothing is being announced. And then he ultimately finds out that his bonus was a subscription for, you know, a year's membership in like the jelly of the month club. And yeah. he loses his mind. <laughs> and just that, uh, I think that it just captured that feel the feeling of like, Uh, you mentioned earlier, Richard, not quite entitlement, but like you're kind of expecting a bonus at the end of the year. And especially for, you know, I think the character had done well at his job and had kind of looked forward to and planned for and put a down payment on Mm -hmm. this pool and then to, you know, just be undercut by jellies. I mean, for him, I think it goes well beyond disappointment and goes into, obviously, he loses his mind yeah, kidnaps the guy and there's a yeah. Swat team breaks in and <laughs> <laughs> police are called and all that stuff. But, um, it's just such a, a, wonderful, just breaking of like when disappointment just becomes all too real and you're just like, Oh, I, I spent all this money already. And I, mm-hmm. I needed that money for this thing. And uh, yeah, you know, we all kind of go in the red at Christmas as, um, Oh, what's his name said? Yoli Olson says, mm-hmm. uh, that you kind of expect that bonus to kind of help get you through yeah. all this extra money you're putting back into the economy, yeah. to whatever.
0: And the finality of the year too. Uh, it's in a way, it's your kind of your job review. Like uh, that, that yeah. check is kind of <laughs> your job review. Uh, that's funny that that role for um, Chevy Chase is really opposite how people feel about Chevy Chase. Like <laughs> Clark Griswold is a nice goofball. Mm-hmm. A well-meaning family man, mm. goofball, and Chevy Chase is an it, a-hole. Is a fucking tool, a mm-hmm. tool bag, uh, self-centered. He's more tie from Caddyshack meets whatever yeah. modern problems or whatever character he. Uh, yeah. he um And but that in that film, he also becomes turns Vigilante <laughs> like that's so different than. <laughs> Does Randy Quaid help him? I forget what the this the thing where why he goes to such far extremes because he's just kind of a goofball in european or vacation and european uh
1: vacation. yeah uh doesn't doesn't his cousin yeah do the actual kidnapping so yeah like i think he's like ranting about it and uh-huh. kind of loses
2: his mind maybe you're maybe you're right maybe he's the one yeah. that actually no ki- yeah
1: yeah kidnaps him and brings him into the house
2: and yeah well,'d like to welcome the listeners to our spin off show I think that's right, I think that's right <laughs> it's our our new show where we kind of vaguely remember movies yeah. from our childhood,
0: yeah, we all have the computers right in front of us too i know yeah. yeah I've never seen it well on no. the inter-
1: in the no just oh. missed
2: it. I don't know why
1: oh uh, spoiler alert uh things
2: happen yeah things happen. I know the plot <laughs> i know i know i know the the gags and everything there's
1: uh there's some really great like uh late eighties uh Modern assholeism with like Julie Louis Dreyfus as like the next door neighbor. Yeah, really live in like a really expensive modern house that is, is mm-hmm. destroyed by the Griswolds, <laughs> which course. is great.
0: John Stewart, I think, is John Stewart in it too. Or oh, they're, is it? they're the yuppies. Yeah, yeah the yuppies. The, uh. And is this one? Which one is Juliet Lewis his daughter? And like she's in.
2: I think that's European vacation. That's European vacation. But I'm not 100% okay. sure. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, well, this is our halftime, and uh, give the gift of Mount Rushmore. That's what we're going to ask you to do. Uh, eschew all other gifts that you would buy your family, your uh, spouse, your friends, and just send them a link to the Mount Rushmore podcast and say, Jeff told you to do that. I'll take the hit for it, but think of how much money you're going to have um, at the end of the year if you don't. It's like you just gave yourself a Christmas bonus. That's my advice. But also, give us a Christmas present, a holiday present, of downloading, rating, and reviewing past episodes, and then going on to the social handles and suggesting topics. New Year, New Rushmore. We got, we got uh, 52 more topics that we need. We can do it. We're gonna just have to. I guys, I think if we don't get any topics from listeners,
2: let's just pick a different card in the deck for every week of the year. So, like, we're going to do, like, three of clubs. Three of clubs. An episode on that. Well, it'll be easy,
0: right? Because there's an actual... Isn't there a venue? Music yeah, venue? So
2: that's, a, that's a nightclub in yeah. Los Angeles. In yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so don't let us do that. All right, we are back, and uh, Richard is going to uh, bum us out with something else.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, by the way, Audrey Griswold was played by Juliette Lewis in uh, Christmas Vacation. Okay. So, two... Correct ourselves. Not one. We don't want to get any bad facts out there. Yeah. we understand that, that you, as the audience, count on us to be factually uh-huh. accurate.
0: <laughs> I think, she, like within one year, she was the daughter in Christmas Vacation and then Cape
2: Fear. <laughs> I remember, it was like, whoa, right? Different, different productions. Um, you know what must have been a disappointment? Hmm. Being alive in 1978 and getting really excited to see the Star Wars holiday special. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to get into the holiday, the the specifics of the holiday special too much. I mean, we can if we want to. I assume most of our listeners are pretty familiar with the overwhelming shittiness, yeah, of the Christmas special.
1: You can just sum up the majority of the seventies with that too. Yeah, yeah. just just yeah.
2: T- specials in general in the seventies were just yeah. weird. Yeah, there's just weird shit happening and lots of cocaine. I. I just I started thinking about this because I think, as people who are now remove who, who are, removed from that, we're used to having, all kinds of Star Wars content in our lives. The IP is massive. You've got nine movies, yeah. Plus the you know the Solo and animated and Lego the animated stuff Legos. You've got video games. Mm. You've got books. You've got novels. Back in one thousand nine hundred and seventy-eight, you didn't have any of that shit. You just had the original Star Wars movie that you probably went and saw in the theater a half dozen times. So the fact that you were getting brand new Star Wars content must have been just this giant thrill if you were a Star Wars nerd.
1: Yeah, with the people that was in that was yeah. in Star Wars too. It wasn't just like it wasn't like a cheap plus, ripoff. Plus Harvey <laughs> Korman and B. Arthur. And <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just like Mark Hamill's like walks through the screen. And is like, hi yeah. and then walks out. It's like, oh, there's Han and Chewie. Yeah, and Leia's there, and, and
2: she's singing. Why Luke, is she singing?
1: They're going to the and the Wookie planet.
2: <laughs> and I, I just, it, it just made me start thinking that, you know, we, I think we in modern times appreciate. The, Christmas, the Star Wars Christmas holiday special mm-hmm. for being kind of camp and cheesy. And it's something that you look back on and you watch kind of in a, with an ironic eye and kind of laugh at it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it greatly benefited from uh, being underground for so long. Right. Like you could only get it like as a yeah. shitty VHS copy at like a Comic Con. Right. You, it wasn't, there was, you know, you're talking obviously pre-YouTube, pre- Things just didn't rerun the way that or weren't you know readily available that they are they are now, so yeah it, it I didn't really know about it until probably mm-hmm. I was in my teenage years yeah i can't am, I can't imagine I would have ever why would why would I know about it How, they made every effort to not talk about it right like it's not yeah. like it's not like it was referenced in like you know Star Wars Insider. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, you know, that own their own, you know, IP that they were, they were embarrassed <laughs> about it. But you wished, you are right.
0: What A disappointment of galactic proportions. Yeah. For, yeah. I would say one of the on par would be the um, Super Friends live action productions that uh, Adam West did. And I think they were only a few years. It was in 1976 Okay. that there were Hanna Barbera produced two live actions. Uh, <laughs> See, Challenge? I I've never about heard this. about this. Yeah. Oh, they're just the worst. Challenge of the Superheroes, and um, um, that sounds like Battle of the Network Stars. It, they the first one was um, uh, they had two two hour specials. The first was Challenge of the Superheroes. I think that was what it was called, and it was a romp. Uh, where DC uh, heroes were kind of pursuing um, DC villains, played very loosely and lightly by um, vaudeville comics, where most of the villains, but uh, with Frank Gorshin reprising his role, the challenge, and there was another one um, that was essentially, they ran out of all the money that they had, (laughs) so they did a roast, and uh, <laughs> like was, a Dean
2: Martin roast,
0: like a Dean Martin roast, where it's <sighs> Haw- Hawkman laughing at jokes that you know um, Flash is saying about roasting um, uh, Black or Widow, or Widow or not Black Widow, uh, canary or Black something, canary. Black Canary, the worst. And then to for com- uh, Ed McMahon introduces everything, and for comic relief, uh, they invent a character called Ghetto Man. And he does what is supposed to be a Richard Pryor esque, oh no, uh, monologue about being a superhero in the ghetto, and it's not. Anyway, so uh, as a kid, I remember seeing that and going, ah, this
2: is not Batman (laughs) at all. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm getting at with it is I think we look at it now and we have the, 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 yeah, there's like a certain appeal to it because it's camp and it's Mm -hmm. shitty and we sure it. Sure, B. Arthur singing inside. Yeah, the Schulman's Cantina. cantina you know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's just speaks. It just is, is ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Yeah, but if you were in 1978 and you sat down to watch this holiday special, you were expecting some cool ass shit, and you wound up just getting shit. Mm-hmm. Garbage Boba Fett cartoon. It was stupid. Yeah, yeah, you wound up getting just awful. You must just walked away. You know, after you're done with it, and the you know credits are rolling, just sat there like, what did I just watch? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the hell was that? I
0: am fascinated by how time changes expectations around things, and mm-hmm. I do
1: recall it's things great like Richard. I love this. I love this. <laughs> like the
0: as a kid, if you liked the Brady Bunch, and then you saw the Brady Bunch Variety Hour, you would be really surprised about how, how different it was than the sitcom. Mm. And as a kid, I knew what variety shows were because I you'd watch them on TV all the time. But I knew Star Wars was something different, and it was cinema, and it was a it was a movie, and it was amazing. But when these two things came crashing together, it was incredibly disappointing. But you know, our our I bring him up all the time. We talk about all Walter Steve Binder, yeah, who directed the Elvis comeback special. He directed the Tammy Show. He directed the debut episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Hmm. He also directed this, and this was just the model for the televised variety. Hour was the model for what a TV special was. So there was no other choice but, but to have Diane Carroll singing and right. interpretive dancers. And I mean, the fact that Moment machines? Shots didn't show up yeah. is yeah. remarkable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve, Legends of the Superheroes. Legends of the Superheroes. Okay, Again, yeah. factually accurate. Yeah. this show. Uh, Steve Binder, also, uh, Bruce Valanch and Pat Proft, I've heard them talk about that show and they say... Um that at that time, George Lucas, yes, he he supposedly went into filming Star Wars with this idea for it, a saga that had different stories to it. But they say he was behind that a hundred percent. And they threw him he threw him under the bus after oh, it was over.
2: <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. I mean, you know, that It was bad enough to the point where I can imagine that Lucas was worried about well, if people see this, they're not going to be that enthusiastic about seeing *Empire Strikes Back*. Yeah, like it's l- yeah. literally going to take wind out of the sails of the whole, uh, yeah, franchise concept.
0: Yeah, if anybody is a fan of *Postcards from the Edge* or Carrie Fisher talking about her druggy days, just watch this. <laughs> watch this show. Like she can't find the camera. <laughs> She's looking at every everywhere but anywhere, right? In, in
1: it. It does, you know, one like kind of final note, it does take some, some weird, it does take something away from Chewbacca as a character when like, uh, he just, he comes across just as like Hans, you know, drinking flying buddy. (laughs) And then in the special, he's like a dad that's like spending all his time with. Fucking Han Solo, yeah.
0: the worst trucker dad, like yeah. the, on the like road. He's
1: just, he's just out and about in the galaxy and never sees him. He's mm. like, you know, sorry, I gotta, I gotta, you know, fight with this rebellion now. Yeah, uh, my I will entire s- family. See you later. Like it, yeah. it does, it does add a layer that you don't want for that mm-hmm. character. I will
0: say for those who uh, are enticed by it, who have not seen it, it will disappoint you anew. It is the thing that the gift that keeps on disappointing <laughs> yeah, yeah. you will watch it and go i need eye bleach this is the worst thing <laughs> I
1: can't, yeah. yeah are you ready for like 18 minutes straight at the beginning without any like real dialogue No dialogue <laughs> all just like wookies grunting and yeah. like old wookies masturbating w- you got a movie you got a <laughs> show for you <laughs> all right winfield oh god he beat hard... you to the punch with the star I know, wars it's man. hard to talk to top that but um i'm gonna go with all right uh A specific memory I have of traveling for Christmas, and it was Felix's first time going back to like Emily's home of uh, Indiana, and we went back for Christmas in Indiana. And uh, there's like three Leon Redbone, ladies and gentlemen. There's three parts that really kind of stuck out. uh, Was he immediately got sick? Oh, and there's nothing worse than like an 18 month old getting sick who doesn't quite understand who like. We had to take him to the emergency room type of sick. He had, like, a huge fever. Uh, so, like, we were just, right from the get-go, everything was just, like, set back. Like, just visiting people was, uh, you starting to feel distanced and you didn't really yeah. know what to do. We had this long drive down to the southern part of Indiana to, for, to stay with other family. And he, like, it was just like it was just so hard it didn't snow as much as you wanted and like when you want to go for like a white christmas into Mm -hmm. indiana with Mm -hmm. a kid for the first time and uh and then um there are aspects of that trip that were really great but they're just like it just overshadowed by just having a sick kid that was like sick for Uh. six out of like nine days and like that's the thing about like you know we're living in these covid times now and it's just like i can't imagine traveling and for all the people that are doing it right now as we're recording or coming up Mm -hmm. and just like I can't believe so many people are still traveling and still going through the motion even though like boy, deaths in America are the same exactly where they were Mm -hmm. 12 months ago as they are right now and we have this vaccination and it's just so disappointing but like just the I think at the the end of it too was um, being someone from L.A the most magical time of year in LA is when everybody goes away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you're, when we're away, uh, not that it's not great, but there's that, that feeling of man, like, Oh, this town just empties out. Mm-hmm. And it's just a nice little, a nice little feeling. You're on that
0: four or five, just like, Swinging back and forth between lanes, using every lane. I can get down to
1: Calabasas to work (laughs) in 20 minutes, and she's like, "How is this? This is what the freeways are for. (laughs) This is what they imagined them to be." And who framed Roger Rabbit? (laughs) (laughs) This
2: is is what they said people were going to be doing.
0: All right, man, Freddie, your last one.
2: All right, my last one um, is getting not quite the right gift as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Karate. Karate turtles. Yeah, a specific example for me was being about nine or ten, and all I ro- all I wanted for that Christmas was the original Air Jordans. Oh, the really fly ass black and red ones. That like, I just picture myself playing basketball, and that would add like, I'd I'd, I'd be a super I'd be I'd be a great player if I just yeah. had those shoes. Yeah, because I'm nine and ten, and I don't know any better. And I wound up getting a pair of fake Air Jordans. Mm. Oh. Not like, not like, rip, not like, bootleg ones, but, mm. they were clearly from Payless. Yeah. Source. And they were like, some off brand name, and they were black and red, but they didn't quite look right. Mm. It was always like, the r- wrong color red, and everything's yeah. just like, I got off a same little size. bit.
1: I remember getting like, LA Gears, when I, yeah. wanted a pair of Jordans, at this, you know, around the same age, maybe like 1991, 92. Yeah. And it was just like, it was for my birthday and I'm going be like, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> And it's that sense of, oops. It's that sense of I would rather not get it than, than get something that's just yeah. a little bit off. Yeah. Because if you just show up to school and you just got regular black chucks or something chucks like or that. whatever, just even Payless mm-hmm. shoes, nobody gives a shit. Nobody notices. Yeah. But if you show up with a fake, fake ass Air Jordan. <laughs> you're faking the funk. Yeah. You look like you're trying to pull something off and you're not. And if you're nine or ten years old and you're already kind of a nerd to begin with, yeah. whoo, boy, that's just opening up the door for all kinds of problems. Oh, God. that's I
0: never thought about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. so, so where did, here, here's a tip for all the parents out here, especially as a lot of our friends, the kids are getting a little bit older and a little bit wiser mm-hmm. about gifts and things like that. If your kid wants something and you can't afford to get it, don't get the next best thing. Yeah. Just don't get. Just don't get that at all. Yeah. That's that's my 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 advice to you.
0: Yeah. Oh, I got an AK forty six. Give me the forty seven.
2: <laughs> no, it's a forty six. <laughs> <laughs> People it's gonna Mongolia. laugh. It's like Mongolian, I think. Is it? Yeah. They're
0: gonna laugh at me at school when I bring this gun in there. Oh man, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mom.
1: <gasps> <AK-40>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> an AR 19 uh, okay uh, Winfield your final this is it man
1: my last choice it is the uh, constant round robin of disappointment at a white elephant <laughs> Christmas party oh god yeah <laughs> where someone someone out of the group is going to end up with the worst gift and that yeah. person might have ac- might have had it traded to them a couple of times, but you know what it's like when you're sitting there and you're, you get the best gift and you're like number two yeah. and you're like, well, I am certainly not keeping this yeah. and you can either go in and be the person that tries to steal it back for the Mm -hmm. second time and hope that someone else doesn't notice. Um, (laughs) But then there is also like, it is just persistent that it is just this, hangs over you of this this disappointment that it's just around the entire crowd because s- multiple people are going to be disappointed yeah and it just happens all the time it's yeah. like oh here's a, uh, it's a great <laughs> gift that, uh, I don't want oh. what happens if like you get the gift that someone put actually a lot of thought into mm-hmm. but you don't care about it and you give it away right away mm-hmm. like how does that person feel yeah
2: like ah, or there's the person, the Michael Scott who gives the iPod whenever, and it's like a fifty dollar limit, mm-hmm. and then everyone's trying to steal that, and then everyone feels shitty about whatever, whatever gift they got, whether it's a bottle of Crown Royal yeah. or a calendar, because you know Steve just got an iPod.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's a really evocative uh, memory because it is a roller coaster.
1: Which I think I think I just kept thinking that like it's just. It's not like one person is disappointed. It's like everybody in the room at some mm. point is disappointed in the, in the night. Maybe yeah. they do end up with like, you know, I remember like white elephants uh, gift exchange like with like friends and stuff. And I ended up with like some cool like cat underpants.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I was like, hey, I don't actually give a shit about any yeah. of this, but hey, this is fun and silly. Uh-huh. But like there are people that like were like desperately angry that they lost whatever <laughs> the thing is that they didn't get. And you're just like, man, you're, in, you're into this for the wrong yeah, you got you got to lower those expectations. <laughs> but it just it just hangs over. I don't. It's, it's not a. You're in it for about. the wrong reasons yeah. at that point. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny.
0: Okay, all right, dudes. Uh, what a fun topic. Hey, if we missed something, <laughs> I think it was <laughs> a, fun. All right. Well, also, hey, this viewers, sorry listeners, this is what you come to expect from the Mount Rushmore podcast. Real sauce on your holiday burger. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be sure to. Uh, Uncork that bottle And pour it all over uh, Both the top And bottom patties Of this uh, burger That you're eating For the holidays Boy that That
1: metaphor Went all the way
0: That was yeah (laughs) That was like A Guy Fieri Kind of thing It started to get Kind of weird uh, That's Such A Charlie Brown Christmas special Kind of vibe too It's just kind of This moment of loneliness And sadness Within The time of togetherness And happiness (laughs) so thank you for indulging us uh let's go white elephant because it's fun and uh because it's just so lonely the uh, this idea of fake air jordans oh my god it's just so sad and for all those people are out traveling and uh you know it's not glamorous parenting all the time it's not so fun but i know um young felix will be a richer better person for all the trips and things you took with them so why don't we do the sick kid thing and um star wars yeah holiday special star wars holiday special life day we got to get back home to nala who's who is his wife
1: um i i forget it might be nala i know his kid's name is lumperaru (laughs) A.K.A. <laughs> Lumpy Yeah. And then I don't quite know the dad's full name But I know that it translates to like itchy Yeah
0: <laughs> Oh, it's so good
2: Okay, I'm going to look this up real quick Because yeah. once again
1: We
0: are
2: the we are, we, we are factual The least knowledgeable Mala Mala, you're good Mala, okay Nala. You're in the ballpark
0: well, Nala's, uh Simba's mom <laughs> Maybe or wife or something. Okay, uh, so this has been the Mount Rushmore of a Holiday Disappointments. I am always Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael.